All right, now back back to what we were saying. That is a misconception, I think, about beards. They're really not that hot. I'm sure they can be if you have a thick, full, massive, ginormous beard. But like a beard like mine, I don't think I would. It looks like it would be hot, but I don't think I'd tell that much difference if, if I cut mine off. I could tell the difference after I shaved mine. Now, it wasn't that bad when I had, had it's it. It's only your chin. I mean, like your it's, jaw it's, and chin. What happened was I got sweaty and sweat was running down my face and yeah. it started running down in the. It was just, <laughs> it was just horrible. So it felt like things was crawling around in my in my beard. <laughs> it felt like people were living in it. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. Like a family so of birds. Uh, we talked about that when I had the bearded villains on here, and uh, it's funny because a lot of people you know are misconceived beards as being nasty, but. Man, we baby these things so oh, yeah, much. They're they're cleaner than anything. Yeah. I got a beard comb and I wash it and I, you know, I put cream in it and all that stuff. <laughs> I do. I got the Cremo. Cremo. Oh yeah. It's, I'm I about like out. That. I'm gonna need some oil. That shit's expensive. Like beards are too popular right now. I've uh, always had a freaking beard. Now all of a sudden they're popular and they're charging so much for product. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's trendy. I'm like, t- dude. <laughs> They're beers. They've been around since this, like the year yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Since like negative 50,000 BC, they've been around. Yeah, it's been around. Yeah. <laughs> what else did I make, make you not talk about till we started recording? We always have like these good conversations oh, uh, and then we don't record it. The show? Oh, man. Yeah. I wanted to tell you about the show last night. It was awesome. Um, which I had heard about this mud bog place. Have you heard about it in Fulton? It's been around for a while. Uh, I haven't heard about the one in Fulton, but my nephew goes to one. I think somewhere in somewhere in West Point area. I don't know where exactly it is, but somewhere out in there. But I've heard about these things before. Which, by the way, I can see the air conditioner coming through the audio. Like it, it makes enough noise to to spike the. And I got. I just got to apologize today. We're in that part of the, the time of year. We ain't turning it off. You just have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Because what would happen is if I turned it off, it would be so hot in here, we would just... Say we're not doing a podcast. <laughs> or we would just... It would be so... It would be like a five-minute podcast. Yeah. Talk about sweating your beard. It's like, damn, it's hot. It's all right. We're good. <laughs> so we just got to... We just got to deal with the background noise for now. Uh, so anyway, I'm obviously in and around Fulton a lot. So I've heard all about the Mudbog place. And there's like this uh, wrapped limo that's jacked up with like big tires that drives around Fulton a lot. That's pretty cool looking. And it's like an advertisement for the mud bog thing. But I've never been out there and they booked us to play. And I had seen and heard that there was supposed to be bad weather. Like it was supposed to rain like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. And like they were like 100% chance. So I was like, yeah, it's probably going to get canceled. Well, I, sure enough, I get a message uh, first thing, I think Thursday or Friday morning. It's like, hey, uh, the music portion, at least, of the mud bog has been canceled. Because I figured they would do, if you're playing in the mud, why would you it's care if it's raining? Yeah, I figured yeah. that part would yeah, go yeah. on, which Y'all, I was they, glad because it's a benefit. They get riled up when it starts to rain. Yeah, yeah that's when it gets fun, get I guess. reference, I'll explain it to you later. No, I get it. No, you, no, you don't. Okay. It's a song. Oh, okay. Maybe <laughs> I don't. But uh, I was glad they were going to go through with it either way, you know, because like I said, it's a benefit, and I want it to do to do good regardless. 
But then when I woke up, which I didn't stay up that late Friday night, I did this segment I'm going to play in a little bit. And, um, well, that was really it. I ordered pizza. And uh, me and Pig just sat here till I don't know, midnight. And I went to bed. And I woke up to like 8,000 messages. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm talking boxers, Facebook, text, missed calls. And everybody's trying to get in touch with me to, to let me know that it's uncanceled. I was like, okay, okay, let's do this. I had to do some rearranging. Because, you know, Blake was in Vicksburg. Uh, Nicholas had the trailer. Why do I call him Nicholas? That's his name, but I always call him Nick. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to be formal for the podcast. I'm going to be a little formal. And I'm, I had to meet him in Tremont to get the trailer, get it back here. I had to get it loaded. But either way, we made it. And, man, I get to this place, and it's not that far out of Fulton, but it feels like it's really far away from everything because once you make that turn <laughs> it's like civilization ends it's over like the, you're you're in the middle of you've gone back in time a long time oh a long time and uh it's funny because i'm following my gps and when i make this turn onto a gravel road the first thing i see is a legit monster truck <laughs> I, and I don't mean a big four wheel drive I mean like this we're talking about crushing cars yeah. at Spencer Speedway you remember Le- Spencer oh, Speedway yeah, yeah, where they used to have Bigfoot and yeah. stuff and I was like okay well I'm here but I wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't it that was just some guy that was just, that was just a monster truck just hanging out <laughs> yeah cause that's what they do there yeah. in that area <laughs> <laughs> he would have been there that night but that's not where it was at that was, that's what was so funny because I, I hadn't made it yet. You probably could have asked him. And when he I saw the and monster he, truck. And he would have known. <laughs> it wasn't far from there, though. It was on that same road. Mm. It kind of did. I think it, if I remember correctly, it dead ends. I know I did I did make a turn, and there's like two like massive hills. And I get there, and you have to sign a waiver. I didn't read the fine print. It's like the, you know, the yeah. terms and conditions or whatever. Nobody reads that. But I'm sure it's basically saying, uh, if you die, it's your fault. It's your wife. fault. Yeah. Don't sue us. You signed this thing. Which I get it. You know, there's a lot It's of probably not even if you die. It's probably <laughs> if you tear your truck up, yeah, I'm not fixing it. Yeah, there's it. probably a lot of, yeah. Because if you die, it don't cost that much. But if your truck Which is I don't know up, why I had to sign one because I'm just going out there to see. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you never know. You might want to run through it. That's mile. true. I might jump on a four-wheeler and get crazy. Yeah. So, uh... They had this this concession stand. It's where I checked in at, and this is like this big, like everything out there is huge. Somebody said, and I don't know because I only saw like one small portion of it, but they said this is like hundreds of acres. Oh really? Yeah. And like even the even the concession stand was like they had a kitchen and food, which I bought a hamburger when I got there because I was starving. But, like, they had, like, this pavilion area out there. You could host, like, a freaking class reunion. Awesome. I mean, like, this, just this, that, just their snack bar alone was this big thing. And you still had a long way, well, not a long way, but a little bit ways to go to get to the stage area. And I get there, and the first thing I noticed is uh, it didn't look like there was a lot of people there. I was like, well, you know, 
everybody thought it was going to be canceled. Yeah. It wasn't canceled. I was like, maybe that hurt the attendance. And uh, we were hanging out, having a few beers and stuff. And uh, when it got closer to time to play, <laughs> it was pretty trippy, man, because these trails supposedly just go on and on forever. Like they're these these people that own the place have like bulldozers and heavy machinery. And I guess they go out and make these trails and stuff. And uh, so the reason it looked like there wasn't a lot of people there is because they were out. They were out trailing around, on, yeah. Uh, dirt bikes and mostly four wheelers. And then when it got close to time for us to play, like everybody comes pulling up, <laughs> pulling up. on their four wheelers, and like you're playing to people sitting on their sitting on their four wheelers, just listening to it. It's kind of trippy. I'm like, this is different. I've been doing this 20 years, and I'm, I've never played to like just a crowd of people sitting on four wheelers. <laughs> Pretty cool. cool though. I mean, it was different. It was hot. They have a the the one my nephew goes to wherever it's at. They have music. They have music acts out there as well. They play. They they have a lot of music. Oh yeah, they've got a, like a a nice stage built out there with a cover over. I would I wouldn't mind going playing there again. I'd do it. Cool. For sure. I mean, do it's not far. Do your own mud music festival out there. Have a, they? Sh- I mean, they've got it. The they've got the setup for it, and they've obviously got the. I think people go out there all the like. It's open, I guess, every weekend. Cool. And people go out there all the time. And from what I heard, not from what I've seen, but there's just endless trails and hills to jump. And I mean, it, I guess mud bog is definitely a, a good way to describe it. It's an adequate cool. name. <laughs> there's a lot of mud bogging to do out there. But we had a good time. It was a good turnout. Uh, everybody did good. Seeking seven. Got me up on stage to do Pitiful Me with them. You know that song that I sing yeah. with them on the record? Um, and it was like, it was hot and we were really, really freaking sweaty. But it was almost to, once the adrenaline kicks in, it's sort of like if you get stuck out in the rain and you just embrace it. And yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. F it, you know. Just you deal just, with just it. Just go, yeah, just lay into it. And we were just headbanging and just sweating everywhere and just reeking like I, I stopped at Walmart in Fulton on my way in and bought a can of, an extra large can of Axe body spray <laughs> just cause I knew I was gonna Maybe be that sweaty yeah. that's how bad it was and uh man that heat just really takes your energy away we went by McDonald's on the way home of course as one would yeah <laughs> And we came back here, and I sat in that chair right there, and I was like this. <laughs> like, I, I looked like I was completely wasted, but it was just like... The sun zaps all energy. A buzz mixed with exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm going to drink one more beer, and then I'm going to try to go to bed. <laughs> I try to make it to bed. It was a good gig, though. Um, we're off next weekend, and then the next, we're going to Jackson, Tennessee to play the Naked Turtle, and... Somebody's off work that weekend. I am. I'm off that work. Yeah. I'm just saying. You're saying. I'm just I'm just connecting some just dots. Connecting here, some bro. dots. <laughs> I'm just seeing some dots and I've got a pen and I'm drawing some lines. <laughs> you know. What have you been doing this week? Other than working? Oh work? Uh me Laura only gets off one weekend a month, so uh she was off and I was off, so we had planned to do something. We didn't care what. And it lined up just right where y'all could 
spend some time. So, uh, some QT. We was gonna go somewhere. We didn't know where we was going. You know, we settled on the flying saucer, so we went there. But we got up there early, and we got we just back home by eight o'clock that night. Basically, we just went up there for you know a late lunch. Good trip, man. I really want. I really wish I could go with y'all Wednesday. Cause those those glasses. We may awesome. go Wednesday. It's just a big possibility. Man, I don't blame you. Yeah, those glasses with Ned Stark on them for Father's the, Day. The, the I mean, banner, come on, they had bro. like an old school type banner. Said Father's Day glass, and the only thing it said it said Father's Day glass, and then it had that symbol for the Stark house, that wolf head, right? Yeah. So we asked our waitress, like, is that glass gonna have that wolf head on it? And, and apparently, I don't think she was a Game of Thrones fan, but she because she came out and says, no, it does not have the wolf head on it. It's got something about Ned Stark. We were like, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> you so, had me a Ned Stark. So, we may have to go get the Father's Day glass Wednesday at the Flying Saucer. I know we've talked about Game of Thrones a lot on here, like every episode for mm-hmm. this season, this last season. I can't even remember if we've done a wrap-up, and I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I really just want to speak about, you know, your opinion of the outrage from internet towards season eight because i don't think i don't get the feeling that in our group we're really that mad about it we're not and i what i get out of the whole thing is yes they done a series based on georgia R. R. martin's books yes after it got to a certain point they got past the books and people started bitching but guess what the people who write for HBO are not George R. R. Martin, and they're not gonna be. But didn't they write with his like kind of not Out, with his? No, I don't think they did. Or, I think that's a or he gave him an outline. He gave a kind of sort of kind of thing. So just make sure this happens here and that and happens yeah. and this how it ends. I think it's but basically what I heard. There's so much from the books that they left out that when he finishes this book, it's not gonna be the same story. It's gonna have the same character, but it's not gonna be the same story. So it's going to be, if you want to find out what the real ending is supposed to be, you've got to read the freaking books. I think that's good. I like it that there's two experiences because it's like Game of Thrones is over, but it's kind of not over if you're... If you're a book reader. Keep hitting my microphone. I think this is my opinion of it. I think none of us wanted the show to end because, you know, not trying to be like all hippie-like, but this show really brought people together, man. Like people... Think about all the people you know that talk about Game of Thrones, and what we had watch parties over here. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we synchronized the the computer with the yeah. DVR and cranked up the PA system to where the Battle of Winterfell was like. It sounded like we were in the son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, there was there was shit rattling on the walls when stuff would explode. I mean, it was just this huge event that everybody looked forward to and everybody loved it. So of course we're mad that it's over, but we're not mad. Like I think it's misdirected anger. Like, there, there's like, well, the show sucked. It? I, the show didn't suck. It just it sucks that it's over. The, the thing I get when people say that, like, that, the, them show writers didn't do this right. Them, them people did this. If, if, if you done a show and somebody come up and you, you say, you know that second song? I think you need to do this in the bridge and the chorus needs to go this way. It's like, I wrote this song. You didn't. Who the hell are you? Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, they done this. Yeah. You just got to take it. You take what they give you. It, it, that's that's your input in watching a movie because you're watching a movie. Now I will say this: yeah. w- one thing that I do agree with, 
it should not have been a reduced episode season. I don't it think should so. have been. I think it should have at least as long as the other season. I think they just trying to get done. There was some rushing. That it doesn't just, mean it was bad writing, but man, the, the thing about Game of Thrones, especially when you listen to the books, there's plenty of time for everything to breathe. There's plenty. There's a lot of time, and they put a lot of time into the show, you know, and and they really they really flesh these these stories out between each character, and then. Yeah, it felt like they were just trying to kind of having to rush to tie everything up. And you really didn't have these, you didn't have enough moments to let it, let the story breathe. It was just constant, like, bam, 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 bam. You're always redlining. You you never had like, you were never in the green zone or the yellow zone. You're always in the, in the red zone with season eight. And I think that's the only, it doesn't mean that the, the, the way it ended sucked. It doesn't mean that the the story sucked or the writing sucked. I don't think any of it really sucked, but it was a little rushed. It was. I see how clandestine you're being over here, but just let her rip. This is going to be different. I expected more. I expected more. I'm disappointed, actually. So, for everybody listening, uh, what do you call those? I know it's a growler, but that 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 yes. swing top, yeah, no pop, car, no bottle. carbonation whatsoever. He just opened a a big bottle of. Uh, is that the smash beer? No, it's not the smash beer. It's one wine. You got only got a half a glass because you might not. What is this? Oh, this is the Blue Moon clone. It, hmm. Apparently, I put this in the fridge too soon because it needs more carbonation. How long did you, I mean the the prime and sugar melted, didn't it? It's not bad. It's beer. <laughs> your face did, doesn't uh, agree with see. what you said. You'll see. According to your face, it's horrible. It's sweet. It's almost a sour. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But I can get the blue moonness. I don't get the blue moonness. You don't get it? No. This tastes like a... A sour. It's strong. Yeah. You don't think it got contaminated, do you? No, there's no way. Yeah, it would taste like shit if it did. Uh, Is this the first time you've drank this? No, I drank one before. And it it was a little bit better carbonated, but it tastes the same. But I think... I got some that's still sitting out in the... Sitting out in a non-refrigerator, that's uh, so it probably fermented a little bit, uh, carbonated a little bit more than this. It's not bad. It's not bad though for a, a beer kit. It's not what I expected. It's not what I expected either. I um, I can bottle my IPA Tuesday. Cool. A little gallon of IPA. I bought two of them. I got two. Of them I got to do. Did you do the IPA? No, I bought. That's what I bought. You bought two IPAs. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Um. There was something else I want to talk to you about. Have you seen the uh, trailer for the new Chucky movie? I, yes, I have. What did you think? I don't like the way he looks. Okay. So, we already agree on something before we even start out. Now, I'm glad they're, they're still doing Chucky movies. 
And let me tell you something they're doing right with this. And then I'm going to tell you what, something they're doing wrong. They got Mark Hamill voicing. Chuck. I heard that. That is awesome. Kara told me that. Like a lot of people's favorite Joker is Mark Hamill. And right. he's never even played the Joker physically. He just voiced it because like he, he's that good of a voice actor. Um, but man, like Chucky was the last practical effect we had left because there was what six seven chucky movies like what came out uh you had the bride of chucky then the seed of chucky when it's like the kid and then wasn't there one after that the curse of chucky maybe oh lord i have no idea but they kept going and they were actually pretty good uh, they even were, they were even the ones that were silly were still pretty good but yeah. they always used a puppet chucky has always been a puppet yes always 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 He's never been CGI. And, I mean, I'm sorry, but us nerds, us people of pop culture, we have some bad experiences with CGI. I Think sh- about our favorite movies. The original Star Wars. Right? The, the old school horror movies were, like, CGI didn't exist and they had to use practical effects. Um, like every everything that's adored by and revered is like the the just the iconic nerd culture stuff wasn't CGI. Now they've done some cool CGI stuff. Like look at what they're doing in the Marvel movies. Like the freaking dude, Avengers Endgame. The CGI was great, but I didn't like the movie because of the CGI. It was just a great uh, tool to tell the story. Um. But we've had some bad, we've had some bad things happen through CGI, and to do a CGI Chucky is pretty brave, pretty bold. It's gonna have to be a great story. I I probably won't even watch it till it comes out on video. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Oh, you mean you you won't go to the theater? I won't go to the theater and watch it. Now, if it was a, a puppet, I watched a trailer the other day, and I was trying to, I can't remember the name of it. I was trying to find it. I think there was a teaser and then there was a full-blown trailer that actually showed Chucky. And I was like, whoa. I mean, this is the world we live in now. I mean, it's just going to be that way. Yeah. I mean, think it about sucks, the freaking though. Terminators, man. From the, the like, Terminator and T2. Those were puppets, dude. Those badass... Oh, crawling yeah. after Sarah Connor oh, through yeah. the tunnel and grabbing at her. That was a puppet. Puppets is where it's at. I agree. I 100% own puppets. <laughs> I like me some puppets when it comes to I like to me heart. some puppets. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what you would call it, is a puppet. Like animatronic, you know. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a puppet. But I liked all the Chucky movies. Like, even the... I'm wanting to say some of those older ones were... Might have even been straight to DVD. Maybe. Some of the Chucky's did. There was, some of them were kind of low budget, but they were still pretty good because it's funny and it's scary and it's good. Like, this... He was the... Again, he was the last practical effect of the horror genre. I mean, what what's next? You know, you remember at Nightmare on Elm Street was it part one where Freddy 
walks out and his arms start stretching. Yeah, thank you. And he was scraping the walls yeah. on each side with his claws and shit. I think it's two. Would that have been as scary if it had been CGI? I don't think so. No. It just looked freaky. As you could see the rigidness of the arms moving. Yeah. yeah. It looked creepy. If you did that in CGI, I don't think it would be as scary. It wouldn't be... It wouldn't look like a nightmare. Yeah. Like, I, I can say the little... The, clay, the claymation monsters and the gate wouldn't have been scary if they were CGI. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Like when the little dude fell over and busted into a bunch of little bitty ones. Yeah, because out. it looked unnatural. That, and that's what it needed to look like. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is with horror movies, if you're doing a remake, which obviously this one is, you've got this fine line, man. You want to stay true to the story. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to just remake the same thing we've already seen in modern day. Like, you want to... It's, it's, it's hard, man. That, it's hard. You don't want to make the same movie twice, but if you go too far off, people are going to be like, what the hell is this shit? That's what I think they need to do because that's what they used to do and it was a success and, and they succeeded in it. I think where they mess up is when they would try to reinvent the wheel. If you... Chucky won, Child's Play. If you take Child's Play and it was made whenever, I don't remember when it was made, in the late 80s? Early Something in, like that. Yeah, yeah. If you make the exact movie and the only thing you change is the timing, it will be a success if you do it just like You think? That. Yes. I don't know. If you try to change I think if you're that, making the exact movie shot for shot and just modernizing it, I would rather see the original. No. I think you should modernize. That's what you should do. That's what makes that movie So great. you should try... You think... Your opinion is you should stay as close as possible to the, to the original. original. As possible. Yes. Okay. When they, when they, if they remade Aliens... Alien, excuse me. If they remade Alien and they... Change the whole script and put the same monster in it. It would suck. That's another uh, got to be good example of where practical effects. Those practical effects were creepy, man. That's what made that movie a horror movie because of those creepy ass face huggers. If you did that in CGI, that wouldn't be scary. It would just look like cartoon spiders. Because the CGI and this is how they did their practical effect. Every time you seen the 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 alien, there was always this steam from the ship. And what they've done, they've done that to break up the rigidness of a puppet. Yeah. That made it look real. Real. Because it was. It was freaking real. It was a real thing. You could reach out there and touch it. But that's what made it great. But if you, if they CGI'd it, they might not put that steam in there. And they might not put those things in there that make it scary. Right. And it would take away from it. I'm looking forward to there being another Chucky movie and I'm going to watch it but ugh, I'm just I'm really concerned about that him being a CGI what else was I want to talk to you about we talked about the Game of Thrones final season I watched last uh, I'm trying to get into Fear of the Walking Dead because it looks like it's getting good I know you've watched like every episode but <coughs> you know what I watched last Sunday I watched that Nosferatu show I have not seen it yet but I want to um the first episode, it was kind of... I'm looking forward to seeing this. I think I'll know by tonight, the second episode comes on, if I'm going to like it or not. I like the idea of it because I didn't even realize, and this is cool, it's like Stephen King's son wrote this. Yes. And what's cool about him is he used a pen name 
his whole career, which a lot of authors do, but from what I understand, his idea was he didn't want he to. He didn't want to write on the king name. He didn't want to become popular because of his dad. Yeah. He wanted to become popular on his own and be successful and then say, oh, by the way, my dad's Stephen King. Stephen and King. what was really cool, and this isn't a spoiler, because you'll see it right away when he opens the... There's a there's a thing where he opens up a map, and he's looking at it, and it it's got a Pennywise reference. Oh really? And like me and Sean paused it. He's like, back that up. He's like, did that say Pennywise's playground or playhouse or whatever? I was like, it did, didn't it? Can they do that? I mean, is that legal? Like, there's <laughs> copyright issues. Well, then that's after the fact. I found out it's Stephen King's son, so he's like giving like a nod to his Dad his dad's thing. work. Cool. So that's really that's really cool. It was just a quick little. I mean, it was just a little. You know, it's, it's not part of the story. Right. Yet, it's just something. Or it probably won't be, but it was kind of a little. You know, a little nod. I thought it was cute. I just finished the Stephen Cook King book when I pulled it through the driveway. I was just finished an audio book. Which one? The Outsider. Yeah. It's a newer one. I never read. It. I never heard of it. But it's a pretty good book. How does that dude write so many books, man? <sighs> I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know when it was out. He cranks out books like a machine. Like he releases a book a day. He'll write like a short story and they'll make a three-part movie out of it. Yeah. <laughs> this came out May of 18. May 2018 is when this book come out, so it's cool. And it actually had a tie into another some other books that he written, like a legitimate, not like you know when they yeah. kind of off the wall tie-ins or a legit tie-in. But it was cool because I listened to the, and the tie-in came from characters from three other novels, a trilogy that he had written, and uh, it it pulled in one of the characters from it, so that, I like that. And it's cool because I I'd, I'd read those three books. There's a there's a series about those books that I'm talking about, the Mercedes Man. Yeah, uh, it's pretty it's good. Oh, and that reminds me, uh, the Nosferatu thing was a book, and then it was a comic book, and then now it's a TV show. And those comic books are like, well, the the comic book isn't called Nosferatu; it's called The Wraith. The Wraith. Yeah, and it's re- it's really going up in value right now. Everybody on the internet's trying to buy it, in case the show really takes off. AMC hasn't really screwed us over yet. No, they haven't. They do a pretty good job. Yeah, um, they got a pretty good batting average right now. They don't take, in, they, they don't take crap. Yeah. They don't take them, yeah. Like, even shows that I didn't think I would give a damn about, like Better Call Saul, and it's a home run. Did I, can't even, did I like, secretly put that show out? I don't even know when it comes on. I don't know what season I'm the on. The season two is over, or three. Three just ended. So it should be coming on Netflix soon. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. It's good too. It I ended like it. It, it didn't end with a cliffhanger, but it ended with like a cool like if they. I hope they do another season, and I'm I feel like they will. But if they never did another season, it'd be fine. It ended so cool. All this right, season, it was like, oh, dude, it was like one of those like, like the season before that ended with like a, <gasps> like oh my yeah. god, like most se- but like but this one ended with like a oh Man. shit yeah. <laughs> But anyway, we've done like 30 minutes. This is kind of an intro, but we kind of just started the podcast. What I'm, what you're going to hear next is just me by myself. I'm always, I feel naked and weird. 
when I do podcasts by myself, but uh, there was a lot I wanted to talk about, like Batman related, and I knew none of y'all would yeah, give a shit about care. being a part of that anyway. And I was here by myself, and uh, the only difference I see is like when I'm when I'm podcasting, whether whether we're doing around the bar or it's just me and you or me and Kelly or all three of us, I'm talking to somebody. When I'm by myself, I'm still talking to somebody, but those people aren't here yet. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, they haven't tuned in yet, so it just it feels weird. And when I edited it, it was harder because I realized I took uh, a lot of more pauses. You know, I would I would like I was too choppy. I guess because that's a muscle I haven't exercised much. Us sitting here bullshitting with a couple of microphones, we we're used to that now. Right. We don't feel weird about it, but. Sitting here by myself, I still feel kind of weird doing it. I wish that. I had that capability to do because sometimes I read so many books. Well, I listen to so many books that, like, I need to tell somebody about it. Yeah. I could just, like, record that, that, that bit. I wish you would. But it was, like, two minutes great or content. 30 minutes. I could just whoop. It would be great uh, content. And you, if you were just, uh, you couldn't do it going down the road. I've tried that. There's too much road noise in the car. But if you just went to a, car, a quiet room. And pulled out your voice recorder and started talking and emailed it to me. I could drop it in the podcast. I could edit it for you and drop it in. Awesome. And, you know, again, like I said, it's like a muscle I haven't exercised much, so it's still new to me. I've done little, a couple in, small intros here and there, which wasn't a big deal. But this is the first time I've done like a whole segment. I think the, the more you do it, like you may not even want to send me the first couple because you're like so <laughs> yeah. self-conscious. Yeah. But by the time you get used to it, like, oh, here's here's some shit I did. Throw this in the podcast. I'll be like, oh, cool. Content. Content. <laughs> and uh, two, like our, uh, our last three episodes are doing really well. Like a lot of people are listening to the two cool. Con episode one and two. And then what was the one after the one with you and Robbie? Yeah, I talk about the mud bog thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Talking about, about not the, the mud bog, the... Uh, the bike oh. show, the bike, the biker. Yeah, yeah. All those, all those, uh, those, those last three are really, really climbing. The numbers are looking good on those. That's why when I saw that, I was like, "Damn, we need to put out another podcast." Well, we got a little momentum going. Yeah. So anyway, we need to go check the grill. I think the coals are ready. Probably cook some food. We're gonna drink some more of this Blue Moon Cologne, and I got some IPAs I want you to try that I got from uh, the smokestack today. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? I'm good for now. Alrighty. Let's uh let's pay some bills and place something by the sponsors. Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh yeah, they do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Well, where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69, or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea, or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. I must apologize in advance. I know you can hear the air conditioner in the background. I normally turn it off when I'm recording, but as we record this, it is June 
in the south and that means the air conditioner does not go off for any reason so my audio is gonna suffer slightly but i'm gonna be comfortable rather than vice versa so i hope it's not too annoying i want to talk about batman for a minute i've been doing something cool lately i've been reading old comic books like old not like golden age which uh golden age is considered like 1930s to like 1950 that's kind of the golden age of comics i guess i don't know why they call it the golden age i guess because that's the the original when the original stuff came out and then they transferred into like the silver age well sometimes sometime around the the 60s early 70s batman kind of transitioned into the dark knight versus the older campy more times than not silly kid friendly which i'm not knocking the golden age stuff i mean it's still awesome you know uh it definitely had its place and i still like collecting those it's awesome to check out that artwork and that vintage look uh to the artwork on the covers and everything but as far as reading eh, they're not that to me anyway i don't really like the golden age stuff that much i mean of course it's really cool to get a bill finger story you know and a bob kane story and read those but uh I don't know. There was just a lot of silly, weird shit going on with those 19, like 40s and early 50s comics. Like just some real off the wall stuff. And it's funny to see how Batman's changed over the years. You know, like, uh, I mean, think about the difference between Batman 66 with Adam West and Batman Michael Keaton in 89. Or was that 90? But it took them that long. Because the Dark Knight stuff, like I said, they went from the Adam West, like the the pow and zock, and you know, like when they would hit somebody, it would say zoom or like these weird words. They went from, from that in the comics to similar to what we have now in the 60s. But it took them till in the media to like almost 1990 to catch up. So there's a lot of really good Batman stories out there that uh, haven't been, you know, haven't been explored in TV, movies, etc. It's pretty neat um, as far as the, the the way they used to print comics was the same, like the similar way that they printed newspapers. It's on like a printing press. So each comic is one of a kind because there's teeny tiny differences in the artwork because none of them are perfect there's little imperfections like they're all similar but none of them are the exactly there might be a little more ink on this or a little lighter there uh sometimes there's a little blur where the i don't know if the paper shifted a little or the i don't know how all that works but i get the general idea i know i was reading one yesterday like where it showed Batman and like he was the his mouth area, you know, where his cowl is, like 
it's flesh colored but then his eyes are white but something got messed up and one of the eyes was flesh colored and then there was a white like above the eye so it was like i don't know the color shifted or something i think stuff like that's cool because you know the little imperfections is what makes it ties it what's what ties it to the the time and how it was printed and again makes it one of a kind kind of Another cool thing is, like what I'm reading right now is Detective Comics, somewhere around the 400s when uh, like Denny O'Neill was still writing. He's got some great stories. So it'd be around Detective Comics 400 to 500. And uh, so that would put us in like 1977. And it's hard to describe, but like when they draw things from the 70s and they're in the 70s, it looks different than if somebody drew something nowadays and tried to make it look like it was from the 70s. Like if you drew a car, or like they, I saw one panel where they're sitting inside of a car riding down the road. They weren't trying to draw, draw a car from the 70s. They were just trying to draw a car. And it had all the square looking, like I don't know why automobiles hadn't figured out round shapes yet or rounded things, but everything was square. And it just, it looked cool because it, it just, to me, it looked different than if somebody was trying to draw like a period piece now and they were trying to draw a card that looked like it was from the 70s, if that makes any sense at all. But those stories are like really good. And it's, uh, it's funny to see how people can just communicated with each other differently back then. I mean, it's 70s wasn't that long ago, but... Like when I in the in the back of the comics, people would write in, and they would they would write to the editor, and they would they would publish their their letters, and they would respond to them in the back of the comic about the previous comic, and uh, just the way people communicated with each other was just a little bit differently than they do now. There was a certain, and again, I can't put my finger on it. It's just there's the tone was different. They were, it was a little more on the nose uh the humor was different like the further back in time you go like the, the people d- just communicate differently i think if the if the time machines were real and you went back to like the 20s it would be difficult for you to adjust like just talking to people and if you went back even further than that you know you go back too far and people are speaking in king james you know like the and thouest and all that stuff so the way we talk to each other has changed over time Another thing I noticed that that's changed, the Batman's more believable. I know that sounds weird because we're talking about a completely fictional character in a fictional world, but I'll give you an example. Like if, when he gets hurt in the '70s comics, he it takes him a while to heal. Like he'll three issues later still reference where he got hurt. He'll be like running after the, uh, a criminal, and he'll be like, "Oh, can't run as fast as I." normally would my leg is still hurting from where i tangled with the joker and then there'll be a little bubble or a little square that says reference you know detective comics number four what 25 or whatever and like three or four issues ago where he got his leg got hurt and like i read one where uh, dr phosphorus burned batman when they were fighting and like he stayed burned for two or three issues. Nowadays, if Batman got shot or stabbed by the next issue, you wouldn't even know that ever happened. Like in the movies, you know, they, they heal unreal, unrealistically quickly. Another cool thing they used to do 
is you know how you're reading a comic the the way the panels are laid out you you can't always tell exactly which one you're supposed to read next because sometimes it's like you know you read left to right but it's not always perfectly set up it's sometimes it's offset and sometimes you'll have like a, a little square here and then the rest of the page and then another square here and it's just not always laid out perfectly which is fine but it's sometimes it's confusing and you'll you'll be reading panels and you'll go oh wait okay i was supposed to read that one first and then you read it and you you, you kind of piece it together in your mind and it's fine but they would have arrows they would point read this one then then this one then they would zigzag down across and it deliberately would show you what order to read the panels on on the page. I thought that was kind of cool. I forgot they did that. Another thing I noticed, and I guess it's a sign of the times, is like Batman's relationship. Well, excuse me, Bruce Wayne's relationship with women, which he's still like a, he's always been a playboy, but he had a real James Bondian in in those older comics. Like he hooked up to, hooked up with this one girl, and I think if I remember correctly, she was on a uh, there on a date with another guy. He's like, hey, girl. What's up? Won't we hang out later, or whatever? Like you know, super smooth, super you know, playboy billionaire. And like I said, he's still, he's still kind of that way today. But I don't know. It it's just different. Is that was kind of a, a sign of the times too, in the seventies. But um, I don't know. I've been having a lot of fun reading those. It kind of takes me back. Not that I remember the 70s that well, but it takes me back as a kid reading Batman comics from that era. I got to thinking about that a lot. Why are we so hungry for nostalgia? Why do we want our childhood stuff? And uh, I think it's because our lives were so much simpler when we were kids. Like, I wouldn't want to be a kid again. Like, I remember being a kid sitting on my bed reading Batman comic books, but I wouldn't want to be that kid again. I guess there are periods of my life that I probably would revisit, maybe, uh, uh, but it would have to be with the stipulation, like they always say, and I'd have to go there knowing what I know now, because I'm a much wiser fool than I was then. But yeah, like, I think I finally figured it out. The reason we like playing D&D, we like reading old comic books, and we like the nostalgia, part of it is, you know... Our lives were a lot simpler, and it's fun to remember a time when you didn't have all the crazy hustle and bustle of adulting, you know. Some exceptions apply, of course. You know, some people had terrible childhoods, but there was a time in your life when you weren't worried about property taxes and freaking medical bills and uh, do I have enough in my account to pay my cell phone bill before my next paycheck? Do I need to call AT&T and, like... You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you just didn't have these many cares. So we, we're, we're living such fast-paced lives now that we, we like remembering when it was simpler. And that's, I think that's healthy. I'm not trying to uh, be your therapist right now. In fact, I would be, probably be a terrible one. So get off my couch. But, yeah, I just had that revelation when I was reading all these old comics, I was like, why do we like nostalgia so much? Especially as nerds. Like I said, there's a reason 40 and 50 year old men play D and D one. Cause it's an awesome freaking game. But two, it reminds us of our 10 year old selves when our worlds were small and we didn't have as much problems. And when you read 
old stuff like that and when you play old games like that if you fire up your old dusty console and play space invaders or whatever your childhood period piece was mario or playstation one if you're younger uh it's kind of fun to i think it's healthy to do that every now and then and that's why we like nostalgia so uh like i said i'm not your therapist get off my couch and uh i'll just say i recommend you doing what i'm doing right now and go read some old comics may not be batman for you but of course i'm a batman guy so and i'm uh i'm reading detective comics because there's a a very back then there was a distinction between detective comics and batman comics obviously the you know goes without saying they're both batman titles but detective comics really focused more on batman's detective skills and uh like i said just that artwork from back then is just so cool like people call it a cold read where you like you read the comic book and you go back through and you just look at the artwork i kind of do both at the same time like i don't speed read comic books i take my time I mean, otherwise, just read a regular book without pictures. Um, I'm a fan of art. I think it's really cool. And, like, those old ones, like I said before, like, if you see, like, the buildings looked different back then than they do now. Like, even street lights and, and all that stuff, it just, I don't know. It's cool. I recommend it. Now, the other thing I want to talk to you about that is uh, Batman-related, a, a lot of people have been asking me, what is my opinion or reaction to Robert Pattinson playing Batman? Because that's official now. He is going to be our next cinematic Batman. And I'm going to completely break it down. One minute you're going to think I'm on board for it. The next minute you're going to think I'm hating it. Because the reason for that is I'm going to be completely objective. Being objective is that thing the internet is incapable of doing. So I'm like being on internet and like breaking things down from an, an unobjective standpoint so like most people my initial knee-jerk reaction was because the obvious twilight nobody wants a sparkling vampire to be batman right there's a lot more things to consider yeah he played in a really crappy movie a really sappy movie that made vampires if you're a fan of vampires and horror like i am it was kind of insulting to be honest with you but uh i have to remind you about a individual named heath ledger who played several different roles doing the teenage heartthrob thing um particularly i remember uh 10 things i hate about you total like teenage drama movie he did some i think he did some dance movie where they're like dancing uh like shut up and dance or something like that or i think that's the name of a game i don't know i don't know all the names of them but i know he did a lot of those really horrible teenage love story rom-coms whatever you want to call them another thing is that uh we hate twilight but guess who else also hates twilight Robert Pattinson. He's made that clear in several interviews that he's not a fan of the Twilight series. And like, well, why'd he do it then? Well, I don't know. I'm not an actor, but 
if I put myself in his shoes, they, from what I understand, he did a lot of indie films prior to that that got really good reviews. And then somebody came along, I guess, and said, hey, would you like a billion jillion dollars to go play a sparkling vampire for three movies and then get on with your career doing whatever else you want to do? Ah, sure. Why not? Show me the money. Whatever. I can't say I wouldn't have done it. I don't know. I'm not an actor. But to, uh, to, to the credit of the naysayers, I think it's a very bold move by DC. Only given that DC movies, particularly Batman and Superman, are in a uh, not so good standing right now. I mean, DC, I won't say, I'm not going to, the reason I'm, I'm focusing on Batman and Superman is because DC's making some killer movies right now. I mean, I just watched Shazam recently. It was really good. Aquaman was killer. Wonder Woman was killer. Looks like they're about to do another awesome Wonder Woman movie. They're, they're doing some good stuff, and I've even defended Batman v Superman on this show. But I do understand from a lot of people's perspective on how it was... Not what they expected. I'll just leave it at that without going into great detail. I've even defended Justice League. I listened to Kevin Smith's podcast, uh, Fat Man Beyond. It used to be called Fat Man on Batman. And uh, he talked to... uh, He had a conversation that he shared with one of the head people that was over the Justice League. It might have even been Zack Snyder himself. Or, I don't know. I can't remember... It was it was one of the one of the big shots that was over Justice League and he told him about what would have happened if the internet hadn't have gotten so upset and the box office hadn't have done poorly. And it sounded interesting. I I can't do it justice because I'm I can't paint a picture as well as Kevin Smith. There's a reason he's a a, a movie maker and a director himself he's good at telling a story but basically the justice league was going to be like it was and then part two was going to be um the justice league was going to go like they weren't going to wait for dark side to come to earth they they were going to take the fight to him and they it was like in space like they went to uh what's it called apocalypse and they were going to face dark side and basically, they went and got their asses kicked. It, it, the movie like ended on a bad note, reminiscent of like you know, The Empire Strikes Back or even uh, uh, Infinity War. And this was before Infinity War. They were gonna come back to Earth defeated, uh, pretty banged up. And then p- the third one was when Dark Side comes to Earth to finish them off and take over, and you know do what Steppenwolf couldn't get done and then the Justice League was ready for him and you know they won in the end and again I'm not doing it justice but it sounded really freaking cool like it would have been cool and I can't help but think like you know what if the internet had just chilled out and not been so judgmental what if the critics had had of you know been a little more fair what what movies we could have got, you know these these other two movies sound really cool, 
but we only got one piece of the puzzle and a lot of people didn't like it so we didn't get the other two that's unfortunate but enough about Justice League I know a lot of people don't like it I know a lot of people don't like Batman v Superman so with that in mind I think casting Robert Pattinson is a bold move because you've already got issues with these two characters and I only say that because I mean dude Robert Downey Jr. stayed Iron Man for for like when, when was the first Iron Man? 2008? Robert Downey Jr. has been Iron Man since 2008. Same guy. Same with, I think there's a, uh, no, like, uh, War Machine. They changed characters or changed actors. Uh, I can't remember who else. But, I mean, the most, for the most part, everybody stayed the same. And so now you got your two biggest characters in DC. And... Affleck didn't even do one solo Batman movie. He did a small appearance in Suicide Squad. He shared the screen with Superman in Batman v Superman. And he shared the screen with all the other Justice League in Justice League. So he didn't even do a Batman movie at all. And he's gone. Henry Cavill did Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. And he's gone. And Oh, excuse me, Justice League. So I think that leaves their two biggest showrunners in a state of kind of it leaves a bad taste in everybody's mouth so they need a home run i'm not saying they're not going to get one i'm just saying that's kind of a bold move for them to make being the state of those characters another problem i have with robert pattison well let me say something good about it about him because i've been ripping on it for a minute he's got the jaw for batman batman has a very very chiseled features but he's not tall enough he's six foot one Batman needs to be about six foot four. I mean, he's not a basketball player. He don't need to be six six or or a higher. But he needs to tower over the the criminals. You know, he needs to he needs to be intimidating. He doesn't need to look up to the criminals. And uh, I know they could probably fix that. I mean, they can put risers in his boots or whatever. But he's really gonna have to hit the weights. I know this is a. Well, they say, well, oh, this is a younger Batman. Well, that's fine. That's cool. That's totally cool. But you got to think, when Batman was younger, he was probably even more buff. Because, A, he had youth on his side. And, two, he just got back from his becoming Batman's training. Where he went to the League of Shadows and became a legit ninja. So, yeah, it would stand to reason he would be pretty bulky. It's not impossible. I mean, he's got time. It's going to come out in 2021. Um, if, he, if, he's, if he was smart, he's already like just in the gym with dietitians and trainers and uh, maybe a little steroidage. I don't know. He's going to put on some muscle, dude. I mean, I know, I know they can do stuff with the suit to make him look bulkier. But nobody wants to see a, a frail, skinny Batman. I mean, he, I'm, not saying he's, I'm not saying Robert Pattinson is... I mean, I don't know, uh, but I, I don't know what his body type is, but I know he's not, he's not Batman body type. But a lot of people, a lot of celebrities are doing that. And like everybody that gets picked to play a role, they, they bulk up. Uh, ben Affleck did it. Hell, everybody's, everybody's done it. That's, that's played a, a superhero. You kind of have to. So I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's not like I'm, I'm in his corner. I mean, I mean, I'm in Batman's corner. I'm happy there's a Batman movie coming out. 
I'm glad that they're trying to get that ship back on course. And I'm glad it's a, finally a Batman standalone movie. We haven't had one since the Christopher Nolan ones. When was the last Christopher Nolan Batman movie? Let's see. It would have been uh, The Dark Knight Rises. 2012. So when, by the time it comes out in 2021, it will have been almost 10 years since we've had a standalone Batman movie. That's long enough. Okay. I'm happy that there's a Batman movie coming out. I hope it's great. A lot of people have faith in, um, what's his name? Huh, this still says, uh, cast Ben Affleck. You know what, you know what would be funny? <clears throat> I, I don't think this is what's going to happen, but it would be freaking sweet if Robert Pattinson is the younger Batman to... Ben Affleck's older Batman. You know, it's common for multiple actor actresses to play the same person in different stages of their life. Like, even in the original Superman movie, you had, like, young Superman, then teenage Superman, then grown-up Superman, and there were three different actors. It would be so trippy. It would be, like, the ultimate twist if, like, at the end of this movie, it cuts to Ben Affleck, and he's, he's like, in... And that's the night I became the world's greatest detective. And he's talking to like the Flash or like some Justice League member. Or make it a make it a post credit. Like a just a even if it's not serious, if it post post credits Ben Affleck, it cuts to him and he's like, All right, story time's over. Let's get back to saving the world. And he's like sitting around the Justice League hall table. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. But I don't think that's gonna happen. But no, a lot of people have faith in Matt Reeves, and rightfully so. I mean, he's got some really awesome movies under his belt. And from what I understand, he handpicked Robert Pattinson to play Batman. It was between him and uh, that guy that plays uh, the Beast in the current X-Men. His name escapes me, but from what I understand, it came, it came down to those two. But... I read that Matt Reeves was gunning for Robert Pattinson all along, that he had him in mind when he was writing the script before he even reached out to to him. Um, one thing, and again, it's so early on that everything is just speculation and rumor, but I did read that it's going to be, the deck is going to be stacked with, with bad guys. I really caution them not to do that. Let's not forget the source material here, people. Unless it was a special or an annual or something, you know. In the comic books, there was usually only one villain. You only need one. You got a hero and a villain, a hero and a villain. It, it works. Now, it's worked with two before. I mean, think about Batman, Michael Keaton, and the Joker. It was awesome. Now, in Batman Returns, you had Penguin, Catwoman... And that weird guy that uh, Christopher Walken played. So he had like two and a half villains. But it worked. They made that work. You can make like two villains work if you do it right. But there's no sense in like just dumping the... Clearing out the vault of the rogues gallery of villains. That's, that's not necessary. You oversaturate it with villains. I don't want to see... I don't want to see ten villains in a Batman movie. A bat, standalone Batman movie. Unless... Maybe it's a a scene where they're they're walking through Arkham Asylum 
and they just kind of do teasers as they walk past the cells of the different, you know, you can see like Killer Croc's arm reaching out or on the door, it'll say Nigma, you know, stuff like that. That would be fine. But I mean, for them to be just, no, just don't, don't put too many villains in there. Don't cram pack it full. Uh, I've also heard that it's going to be like a noir piece, like when it's going to show off, you know, Batman's detective skills. That's going back to what I was saying about reading the detective comics and how cool they are. I think that would be awesome. That's they're doing that right. I think I think putting too many villains in there would be a really bad choice. One or two would be great, and don't jump tra- straight to the Joker either. There's this supposedly, <clears throat> I think nowadays, anytime somebody signs onto something like this, they commit to three. So there's supposed to be three, unless it tanks. You know, you could build up to the Joker. You could tease the Joker, maybe in the end of the first or second one. And that be your final big bad, or whatever. But don't, I don't want to see the Joker at the, on the first one, unless it's a teaser or something, or a Easter egg, you know. I've always been overly optimistic I guess or maybe pre-programmed to reserve judgment is a better way of putting it when it comes to Batman movies because I remember when they cast Michael Keaton as Batman I was like what Mr. Mom didn't he have a movie called Mr. Mom and I think he was in Look Who's Talking or no that was Bruce Willis he was in some silly ass movies and I loved Beetlejuice but I think the first thing I said when I found out, I was like, Beetlejuice is going to be Batman? What? Are they going to go back to being silly and hokey? And I mean, are they not going to do... I saw that logo, the emblem. I was like, dude, that is wicked. It's like, that that looks more like a, the Dark Knight than I'm, re- I'm reading in the comics. But Michael Keaton? Are they, are they, are they not going to be... Are they not going to be serious with this? Couldn't have been more wrong. To this day, it holds up. Go back and watch the original Batman with Michael Keaton. And Batman Returns. Both great movies. So, you know, and I I remember kind of the same way when I heard about Heath Ledger, but it seems like if I remember correctly, I saw the promo pic of him as the Joker about the same time I found out that he was playing the Joker. And as soon as I saw a picture of him as the Joker, I was like, whoa, that's going to be good. And it was, obviously. And, you know, we think about what's gone wrong in the Batman franchise, but think about the freaking colossal home runs. Yeah, we've had some stinkers. Uh, Batman and Robin, Batman Forever. Some Some might argue, you know, even Batman v Superman and uh, Justice League, but dude, I mean, hello, you know, Batman, Batman Returns, all three Christopher Nolan movies, killer. You know, I think we've got more, more good than we do bad, and the good ones are way good. Some of the bad ones are way bad, but we need we need a good Batman movie. The DC universe needs a home run right now, and as long as they keep it simple. Like this, the simplicity of, of those comics is what makes it good. The moments where Batman's just brooding, standing atop 
some tower with the lightning flashing in the background and the bat symbol. You know, they did that in the Michael Keaton Batman. Like there, there was a couple moments where he like he flew the plane up through the clouds, the bat jet, and went in front of the moon to like make his own little, you know, little stuff like that. Little the moments where like he's, he's just standing there and his cape is like whisping in the wind, wisping or whisping. I think I overemphasized the H there. I don't know. I think it needs it needs to be simple. Sometimes less is more. Don't cram 16 movies into two hours. Leave them wanting more, you know? And for goodness sake, if you're going to use CGI, please get somebody from Marvel. Pay them whatever the price to get them to jump ship and play for the other team. Because this ain't this, this CGI with DC ain't working, dude. It is not working. Steppenwolf's stupid face is all I gotta say. And I guess that's all I got. That's how I feel about Robert Pattinson. I'm reserving judgment for now. I remain optimistic. Cautiously optimistic, I guess is a good way to put it. Again, my initial knee-jerk reaction was unfavorable, but when I had time to cool down and I really started thinking about things, it's... uh, I'm hopeful this is going to be a good movie. What do y'all think? Is there no way a sparkling vampire could ever be Batman? Is it just unredeemable? Or are there, uh, you know, a lot of people haven't seen his other movies. I've heard he's, he's done like a killer job on some stuff. And I haven't even really seen Twilight, but I've seen enough, you know, just in what I've seen of it here and there. It's not cool. But I haven't watched his other movies. I've heard he's done some awesome movies. Hopefully this one will be awesome too. But you can tell us what you think by calling 662-305-9783. That's our voicemail line. Nobody's going to pick up but an answering service, and you can talk, talk, talk all you want. Let us know what you think. You can email us at popculture4real. That's the number 4real at gmail.com. And be like, dude, you're crazy. This is going to be horrible. Or, dude, you make some good points. This might be okay. I don't know. But I'm going to I'm going to go and see uh I think my pizza's here. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a non-profit organization. A level-headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you. All right, this is an ambush outro. An ambushed outro. Yeah, you had no idea. I you, know. I just you just never know in, when you come over here what you're going to get roped into. I was coming to watch Raw and... and Oh, we're going to watch Raw, don't worry about that, but I need to get a quick outro on this podcast real quick, and I've already, I've already talked to my cell phone here once, so, uh, (laughs) it's, it was kind of weird, man, like, uh, hey, Mark, hi, yeah, exactly, (laughs) did you change your voice? (laughs) No, but that's a good idea, like, yeah, you know, when you have split personalities, people already think I have split personalities, so I might as well, yeah, flesh it out a little bit, um, but yeah, there was a couple things I wanted to talk to you about anyway, and why not record it? Yeah. Um, what do you, um, when I came 
uh, out here today. I started, you know, getting everything ready for tonight. And there was a, a an, an advertisement on for Krypton. Have you watched any of that? What do you know about that? No. I watched like the first three or four episodes. And I just, I couldn't get into it. But. But. Right season now, two man, looks like it's going to be awesome. This, this one, like Lobo. Lobo. <laughs> like, Doomsday. Doomsday. Uh, Brainiac. Which I don't know which Brainiac. There's like 30 of them. I don't know. You know, they added one of the Brainiacs to uh, the Supergirl, Supergirl show. Yeah, it was like the robot I watched one. It. I, just, I just finished uh, Legends of Tomorrow. The season four, three, four, four. Well, there's another one out now. Yeah. They're doing yeah. one now. Well, I, I watch on Netflix, so I'm a season behind. Oh, so I'm yeah. a season behind on Supergirl. I'm a season behind on Arrow. I don't even think they put Flash up yet. But I'm a season. I, I'm caught up on Flash. Um, Have you watched Black Mirror? No, but Kella watched it watched the other night and said it's really the new good. three episodes. Bandersnatch? The Bandersnatch is like a game. It's oh. like you... you it's like, you remember those how-to books? Yeah. From when you were a kid, turn to page 34? Yeah. That's what Bandersnatch is, except you use a remote control. I had a Star Wars cassette and book when I was a kid, and when you heard R2-D2's little bloop, 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 that meant to turn the page. I had that. Man, yeah, but I, had it on I record. wore you know that thing little, out. Those little fold-up case record players? Well, I had one of those. <laughs> and I had the Star Wars, and... I can even tell you what it was. Ewoks joined the fight. It was the end of Return of the Jedi from when the Ewok. But it was called Star Wars. Ewoks joined the fight. Nice. <laughs> and R two D two would be not many you turn the page. Going back to Krypton real quick because yeah. I'm, I'm interested in jumping in on season two because it looks like they're they're really I'm wondering picking how up much the pace. you have to watch of season one. I don't know because I mean is Superman even in it? I mean no. he's a baby, right? No. Or he's even born? He's yet. not. The, the episode so I watched, the it was his dad? Uh, Superman's dad, but he's not really a hero either. But he's on the commercial, anti-hero. On the on the ad I saw just a little while ago, it said like a hero in training or in development or something, and it showed like a teenage boy. I guess it's his dad. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, well his dad. It, it starts out like his grandfather gets banished for some reason. I can't even remember. Not Superman's grandfather. Superman's dad's grandfather. So Superman's great grandfather gets banished for something, and the parents are just kind of like, "Okay, we're we're not getting in this kind of deal." And then, and and Superman's dad, what's his name? Jarrell. Jarrell. Yeah. Jarrell. Yeah, because they're like son Jor-El. of Jor-El. Neil before me, son of Jarrell. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, he's like kind of a rebel, kind of a a wild child, sort of, I guess. But that's, I mean, I hadn't seen but just a couple of episodes, so I'm I'm rather lost on it's it. It's just kind of weird that, I mean, they can retcon anything any, well, any way they want it. Like, Superman, because this guy comes from the future. Okay. Earth, back to Krypton to tell Jor-El. That makes more sense I, because I when you got exactly. all Superman's villains fighting... Superman's like dad and granddad, or whatever. Basically, yeah. So that's that's kind of weird, but the, I mean, I'm, I see how they need connective tissue to the the main body of work because you're just throwing out these crazy, yeah, things you know nothing about. Basically, have you also read though? I also read today that James Gunn is going to be. I don't know how true it is, but I I read that James Gunn is going to be kind of taking head lead for DC now, the DC universe. 
Hmm. And like he's going to be kind of the boss man, kind of like how you say it, Kevin Feige. He's yeah. kind of like, I, I think James Gunn is kind of taking his spot now for DC. You know, like what Kevin Feige does for Marvel. Exactly. James Gunn is doing that for DC. So we may see a complete DC reboot again. Man, I watched episode one of Swamp Thing, and it was like really good. And then a mess. An article came out that it got. Canceled. Did you read it though? The article. They're not. They're. It got canceled, but they're probably not going to actually cancel it. Well, they're going to finish it showing all the shows. Do. Yeah, they didn't have really anything to do with like the fan base or anything like that or the ratings. It was money. It was they. It, they were filming in North Carolina, and some kind of deal come up with North Carolina that. Wanted more money for to film there or something. I'm well, I heard really it was sure about the taxes. Happened, like you get tax yeah, breaks. Something in taxes. Yeah. You get big tax breaks for filming in certain states. It's like an incentive to to bring your business there. And from what I read, they screwed up. They they used up all their tax yeah, break money on other like projects, that. and it so wasn't they, allocated correctly. And so basically, what I read, they were going to do twelve or fourteen episodes, and then they just turned like the 12th or 10th episode into the finale. Yeah. So they're but, finishing it out. Well, I've also see heard that they may still do... If somebody else picks two. it up, yeah. I mean, Well, they, they said they just may... Well, it's, it's, it's all, all going to be under that DCU anyway. So it doesn't... I mean, I've heard that they'll probably just move locations and film somewhere else. Atlanta. Hell, Louisiana. That's where it's supposed Atlanta, to be anyway. Though. Everything's <laughs> in Atlanta now. I know. I mean, they're... There's so much filmed in Sequoia, where we went, where me and my wife went vacation that time, where Walking Dead is being filmed. Right, yeah, I saw all the pictures. Like, all that land around there, too, is nothing but, it's. I mean, everything's been filmed. Well, I mean, if they could just actually film it in Louisiana, because that's where the show takes place. That's where they're trying to make it look like. Yeah. So just yeah. actually go there. <laughs> You're not far if you go to Atlanta. Yeah. But, dude, episode one was good. Like, it was really it, good. But... Um, I've... I was impressed. I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. And then that same day that I watched it is when I, I heard I'm it. looking forward to seeing what Disney does. Because oh, they're saying, they said they're putting, you know, the Netflix Marvel shows like Jessica Jones and Daredevil and all that. All those were good. Mm-hmm. But they weren't like excellent. You know, they wasn't like the quality of the movies. I know, really Marvel liked Daredevil movies. a lot. I liked The Punisher both seasons. And uh, But De- Disney's actually going to put like 10 times the amount of money into it than Netflix is. So, yeah, like, I'm actually, you know, I mean, man, this Disney thing deals. is going to be. Because, like, this is the thing Disney has on everybody. It's not just all these intellectual properties, like ones you don't even think about, but they have so much freaking money just well, besides up, all you that. You could look it up. Well, I mean, the theme parks alone and the movies and. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look well, at you Netflix, look and right they're like the, they're the streaming giant right now, but they don't have a lot of intellectual property. Like, no. Orange is the New Black was real popular. That's theirs. Stranger Things is awesome. That's theirs. Yeah. And a few others, but they're basically having to pay well, Netflix to... Netflix is kind of... I think they're kind of going to get into more making their own movies more than TV shows because... They, uh, they have to. How are you going to compete Bird with Box? that juggernaut? Is that what it was called? As big as Disney is, dude, all the stuff that that encompasses... Well, they I mean, said like, by the, and it's like six ninety nine a month. It's cheaper than Netflix. By ratings go, that the Bird Box wasn't that the name of it? Was Sandra Bullock? Yeah, 
They I've said that, that it had the same amount of ratings as like a number one box office movie would have. I think we're finna see the, the we're fixing to yeah. see the streaming wars. Yeah, I think Begun so. Begun the streaming wars they have. But I've got Hulu and man. But dude, you got Netflix. You got Hulu. I like Hulu but you got I got Amazon Prime Video because I you know wanted Amazon Prime for free shipping, but like now, um, from what I understand, AT and T is looking at starting a streaming service. Yeah. All the networks Amazon's are, are it, starting YouTube's a streaming service. All the movie, like Paramount and uh, New Amazon's Line Cinema, huge money in the they're all and- wanting to start a streaming service for all their their films and stuff. And I'm like, dude, people aren't gonna be able to. People aren't going to be able to pay. Yeah, Amazon Prime has that uh, for like twelve apps per month. On the, it, what's it called? Good Omens. Yeah, with uh, David Tennant. And they've got the Tick too. That's yeah, their and own. they've got well, their their big thing is going to be the Lord of the Rings series Ooh, too. Yeah. Well, see, That's Amazon's Amazon. got stupid money. Aside from but YouTube, actually the has streaming a, thing a is just an incentive. It's series. not even you know people just get Amazon Prime because they want two day free shipping. Yeah. Know? <laughs> and that's just an add so on. It, but they've got too. they've got crazy money, dude. I mean that dude Yeah. That dude what his uh, um divorce buyout was like a trillion dollars or something crazy. It's crazy. I mean it was just ridiculous. He was bidding for a painting and like it was way up in the millions, right? And I think it was uh Chris Pratt maybe that was bidding that was having a Against bidding war Amazon. And didn't know it was the guy from Amazon <laughs> until later. But anyway, Chris Pratt got outbid by quite a lot. Is what he what he says. I don't even remember what it was. If it was a painting or like some some type of artifact from some movie or something, maybe I don't remember. But see, I think that's what you got to watch out for, and this will be a good segue into the wrestling. You got to watch out for those people that are rich because of different reasons. Like Netflix is made money just from Netflix. Yeah, Disney. They made money from everything. Everything. <laughs> every, in every direction. Like Amazon. Everything. Amazon, they, they don't make their money from selling streaming service. They you make their go into, trillions like, of elsewhere. Like, you, you know? think about you think about Disney. Like, okay, just just like you said, get rid of the, the whole, um, just the licenses that they have on stuff. Walk into Walmart and see how much, how many products, not even just, not even just going through toys. But not not just counting the toys that the Star Wars toys and the Disney toys. If you and took the Disney toys. everything out of Walmart, Walmart would but be. But you look at what they've got. The like, Garden Center. Like you know, I work for Coca Cola, <laughs> and I've been putting up Dr Pepper. And our Dr Pepper, like we have this big, huge display in one of our stores. It's got Spider Man swinging above it. Yep. Because they're they're promoting the Spider Man movie home. with Dr Pepper, and I mean. If you like, took anything tied to Disney out of a store. You would be shocked. <laughs> yeah, like um, yeah. I bought some uh, Ziploc bags, the quart size Ziploc bags. I put leftovers in. No, it had uh, <laughs> Star Wars yeah. on it. It's Crazy. like garbage bags, and they got like you know Disney. And you think something. about it, they think about their market too, because they've got the older people who are Marvel and the Star Wars fans, but then you've got kids. Little boys and little girls that are going to be watching Toy Story and the new Aladdin and the new Lion King and that kind of stuff. And they, every one of those will have a million toys come out and and sponsorships on stuff. And like you said, Ziploc bags. <laughs> I think we're fixing to see the end of like satellite television. 
I think it's going to so. be all internet the streaming. Yeah, everything. But now you know, like I have Directv because my internet sucks, so I have to. Um, and they're kind of smart with what they're doing because they're like integrating everything. Like you, if you had Directv and didn't even have a dish, you could still watch everything. I watch. I watch. I mean, dude, I can watch stuff on my phone. That is recorded on my DVR through the internet now. I have, like, I watch, um, I've got HBO Go, but I don't yeah. have any kind of satellite. So, I mean, I just, I just pay for HBO Go. Actually, yeah, you can, like, you can get direct I'm not going to say I'm bootlegging it because it's being paid for, but like, you yeah. know, it's, a, it's the same account. <laughs> have you ever seen that, <laughs> somebody that else, video but, that went viral a while back? And it was like, uh, there's only one HBO Go account. And everybody, and everybody shares everybody the password. Because, <laughs> like, somebody changed the, the baseline <laughs> password. And, like, everybody's calling each other, like, dude, what's the password? And they're like, well, let me call so-and-so. What's know, the, let me call so-and-so. And, and it, like, man. went back to, like, the patient zero that had the one account. <laughs> that's kind of how. But I watch HBO Go. And then, like, actually, there's a, there's a lot of free TV out there now mm-hmm. that's as good as what you'd buy what you'd get on satellite there's pluto like uh one of my one of my friends showed me the other day pluto tv and it's just nets old shows but like it's like a thousand channels man it's just called pluto tv and you don't even have to sign up for it you just turn it on on like i've got a roku you just turn it on and find what channel you want to watch. Oh, if it's coming to Roku, it's probably old, legit. But you got to be careful. Like it's a, old school, if you just it's Google old school movies, like a TV stuff. show or movie, like they'll give you like bootleg links. Like you, oh yeah, you're like, but oh, you got to be is, careful with that. Yeah, yeah, you're I mean, watching them. You're like, man, this is awesome that they're just giving this away. And then you're like, oh wait, <laughs> this is illegal. This is illegal. <laughs> the but feds no, no, are on their way. The thing is actually legal. I mean, but they, they've got like six MTV channels, but they're not the same MTV channels that you watch now online like one of them's mtv all it shows is mtv made you remember that show made and like one of them all it shows is like robin big and the fantasy factory and stuff all day long but which i mean if you turn on mtv right now there's probably like it's probably either going to be catfished or uh ridiculousness <laughs> i mean that's all they have to, that's all they do anyway so the I reason mean, uh the reason i said that was a segue into wrestling is because we were talking about companies and people that are rich, uh, not just on one thing. Like, you know, they're like, AEW and WWE is going to be the buy all the billionaires. But the thing is, Vince yeah. McMahon just has WWE money for the most part. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he has like stocks and blah. Fixing to do uh, XFL again and all that stuff. Yeah. But this other guy, that from what I understand, He's correct me where what Ted Turner was. He was already super, super rich, and he yeah. gave his son like I don't know. Here, here's a billion dollars. Go start a wrestling company. Have fun Basically, with that's it. is that not what right? I heard. He gave him an actual billion dollars to start with. Yeah, and <laughs> if like, it flops, even all the money they just write it off. If it flops, oh, yeah. you know, it's, it, well, this guy it's a win-win. The, he owns the Jaguars, I think, and then he owns like a football, like soccer football team, and then I mean, this guy's a billionaire like big big time billionaire and um but the AEW stuff i mean i everybody likes here's it. what i've seen of it i like it it's you just, know what i if think the, when they good. get that tv deal man they're gonna be killer yeah and they got it on tnt Ooh. which was one of the original homes for wrestling back for wcw yep. back in the day so well when does that start here's here's what i'm hoping comes out of AEW, and it doesn't really completely for me, it doesn't really just 
it's not that so much I want AEW to, to make it, you know, because I do. I do want to see them make it, but I also want to see the WWE actually go in and, and say, man, we've got to step our game up and create a better product. I They've mean, already changed the way they do anything, business already because you know? they're, they're basically paying people to sit at home right now just so they don't go to AEW. Yeah. They're literally paying probably millions of dollars you know, collectively. Well, I mean, AEW has some for wrestlers to sit at the house. AEW and now New Japan have some big names. I mean, they've got they've got Jericho, of course, which is probably the biggest for either one, as far as your casual wrestling fans. Yeah, but check this out. Think about it this way: right. the the ones they got, like I think this is where Impact messed up a little bit. Which I'm, I'm still pro Impact Wrestling. I like uh, what was it called before Impact? TNA. TNA. Uh, I still love that show and all. It's, it's it's a good product. But I think where they messed up, they're like, let's just get all the old WWE guys. Yeah. Well, these aren't – the guys in AEW aren't just the old oh, WWE no. guys. They're oh, no, the most under – well, the ones guys, that are from so. WWE are the underutilized ones from exactly. WWE. Exactly. Like the ones that WWE did not use correctly, they're taking them and going, well, we, know, always, what, we know what to do with them. The main we one put Cody I, Rhodes at the top, man, and he's when, killing When them. TNA was big, the main one that I saw – that they did that way with TNA. Like you said, they bought a bunch of old guys, you know, from WWE. Yeah, you and know they, him from WWE, so come check him out over here. Yeah, and they and the, the big thing was they turned around and took those guys and automatically put, like, titles on them and put them in the main yeah. event. Like, and it just pushed their guys back. But the one I did see that they brought up was, like, Christian. You know, Christian wasn't just a huge star in WWE before yeah. he went to TNA. And they turned him into a bigger star. And then when he went back to WWE... Yep. They kind of played off of that. They let him and, shine yeah. in, in TNA, and like the, the the wrestlers from WWE that are in AEW, man, they're just crushing like right it right now. Yeah, like that's the reason like, Cody was so pissed off and wanted to leave like WWE Ambrose. is because they were holding him down, and they wanted him. To, he they wanted him to keep doing that uh, Stardust thing, and he was like, "But I want." And then you take those guys, and then you put him over there, and you let him go, best. which he's he's like a main guy in the company anyway, yeah. right? Like, oh yeah, he's kind of like he's, he's like kind of like. I wouldn't say he really runs the show, but he runs the wrestling side of it. And the he's show. killing you know it, dude. I mean? That character, oh, yeah. that thing with him and his brother at the end of the match, I mean, yeah. I, that was kind of like misty eyed for yeah. a minute there. That's, I was like, I I'm mean, not crying, you're that's crying. That's what they're doing, storylines. <laughs> and uh, supposedly Billy Gunn is, is one of their head writers, and, and uh, he's got experience. You know, Jim Ross is kind of a big deal there. I mean, who wouldn't want Jim Ross? If you were opening a wrestling company, why would you not okay, want Jim Okay, now I Ross? saw him I on mean, there. Is this a permanent thing, or is that just a one? No, this is forever. He, oh. he, he's, he's also Ooh. got a big He's also got a big part backstage, too. Man, oh, man. Like, See, so. WWE might be, in, I mean. Will you take those could guys? Could this be could this be the what brings the giant down in you WWE? Take, you take the recognition of like Chris Jericho and uh, now uh, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. You take that recognition. Oh, he's going to kill it there. But then he was underutilized. Uh, well, you take that. Plus, you take the best guys from New Japan and the best guys from that Lucha Underground show, and that's basic. And then the best guys from Ring of Honor and all the Indies. Basically, they, they just went out and said, hey, we're going to get the best guys everywhere and put them on a show. And Dude, so, this is so reminiscent of the early WCW days in a good way, exactly. though. Exactly. I mean, they... Because they're letting their, um, 
their their luchador and their new yeah. japan like divisions really shine yeah with all that stuff why does wwe like tell them to tone it down like I, all that hotline crazy stuff the luchadors sure do for, they, they they tell them to tone it down and not I'm do sure all it's that for injuries but aew is like dude freaking turn it up Don't i mean like one of the sh- few shows that i actually really enjoyed and it, it's kind of gone downhill lately was that 205 yeah man when uh like they, back, they screwed that back up. about six or eight months ago, that 205 Live, man, they had some of the best matches. And then, of course, NXT, but it's ran by Triple H, basically. It's Triple H and uh, Regal and uh, Jeremy Borash that used to be with TNA. They're kind of running all that stuff, I believe. And, man, I mean, they're letting NXT guys, those guys... The only bad part now is they've kind of lost some of them to the main roster. Yeah. So they're, trying to, they're kind of rebuilding right now. Do but you think things are going to be better once Vince McMahon goes to XFL and turns the reins over that, to that? I think it he will. He has to, dude. I mean, I mean Triple H gonna... to me, he, Triple H knows. Vince McMahon knew the business in the 80s and 90s. And Vince McMahon, he knew the, he knew the product in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. But it's like he didn't grow with the times. Triple H knows the product now, you know? And with Yeah. And with Triple H being in charge, you know, I, I don't see it being bad for business. Everybody I mean it, it it can't go downhill as far as a wrestling fan's concerned. It can't really go downhill. Yeah, I mean the proof's in the pudding, man. Yeah. NXT is a great product. From what yes, I see. Exactly. I mean and they and that is one of the things they let him do, too. Can he handle his, WWE? I mean, maybe. Oh, yeah. I think he could. I mean, there's more There's more shockers to NXT. There's more I, I, pure matches. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's not watered down like they do on the main roster. Like Ricochet. God. Three hours I, of I programming you, is, is one of my, watered down. Oh, yeah. But Ricochet has been one of my favorites. You know, I told you that. But, like, on the main roster, they've toned him down so much to where he's like just any other luchador style, any other high flyer. He's not – they don't let him show off what makes him special. (laughs) So, of course, he's not going to be in a main event spot because they're just not letting him show what made him special to begin with. And then – but I think think Triple H will kind of let those guys – I think another bad thing about WWE – is the written promos that they do. Ugh. Like, you don't write what a guy says because... It takes the soul out of it. Yeah. They don't... I mean, it's... it's these Some of these guys are actors. But for the most part, these guys are athletes that talk. <laughs> some know, of them. They don't want to... <laughs> some of them can talk. Oh, uh, yeah. Some I mean, but can. you also... that That's another thing they're missing is managers. You know, if you had a guy yeah, that couldn't cut yeah. a promo back in the day, you added a manager. Now you don't. Now they don't. Dude, do that. look at Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. That's the perfect. Yeah, perfect. Let Brock Brock be the muscle. Let Paul Heyman is the best talker, arguably in the business right now. Probably, yeah. So before we get off of wrestling, um, I know we're coming up on thirty minutes now. I wanted to talk to you about the uh, what they call the Super Showdown. Yeah, the Saudi show. Yeah, the Saudi Arabia (laughs) show. Um, Which I noticed. I noticed the last two they did. They've done three now, right? Their Ultimate Royal Rumble, and then there was something there else. Was, there was two of these. This is the second uh, one of these. Like, they were calling it, they were saying Saudi Arabia, but when all that controversy happened, now they just call it, like, the name of whatever. It's, they don't, the venue. Yeah. The, yeah. The Belize. I think or, they did that last time. What's the name of it? Because of that 
whatever that like the the state that is called. Yeah, they don't call yeah. it by the country. Yeah, I, I guess they're trying. But you to know, like, they didn't lie. They they were they had there was a rumor come out that they were going to let the women wrestle, and they were supposedly they were supposed to be two or four of the women to go over there, but they didn't they didn't allow that. And uh, I know they, they made they made a big deal about uh, Renee Young last time. Doing commentary. That's right. She was there. Yeah, and she I was at the that. last one, the Rumble, I think maybe whichever one was second. They wasn't. She wasn't at the first one, but she was at the second one, and they made a big deal about how they actually allowed her to come in and work. But you know they have to keep pretty much covered up completely. It's just how crazy how people with just that much insane amount of money can just buy anything yeah well, including Shawn Michaels retirement give like, them a billion dollars it's like I want for these shows I want this match and this match and this match he's retired I don't care pay him whatever it takes yeah. to get him here I, I mean, think that, they just I think they pretty much give WWE a billion dollars to to come there and put I mean, the show Goldberg on. wrestled you know the Undertakers wrestled him Shawn Michaels I didn't think we'd ever come out of retirement dude I and now but, they're talking about doing one more to make up for that one because it was a bad match or whatever yeah, well, match-wise, this whole pay-per-view, it wasn't wasn't that great. Uh, that was me. Oh. I, uh, it wasn't that great match-wise. I mean, it was kind of cool to watch uh, Seth Rollins beat the crap out of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> that was kind of cool. Was then, the... Then, and then Goldberg, you know, he took a bad concussion. On like, the, the, on the, on the, the ring match. post, yeah. right? Yeah, he, he was I heard that whole match was the shits. It, well, I... It, that happened they cut it short. Early. Okay. I mean, okay. See, I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, his concussion happened. But I, I just early. read online that the whole match after was that. It was just pretty much an undertaker. Because it was supposed to be a twenty-minute match, and it was like seven and, minutes. I mean, Goldberg was getting no defense because his brain was, was somewhere else. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like he probably didn't even know he was in a match. <laughs> Dang. What do you do about but that? But did you read about Matt Riddle? No. Like he was messing with Goldberg. You know Matt Riddle, right? Only the thing MMA I've heard is. He's on NXT. He's 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 actually a good wrestler. I mean, besides his MMA background, but he keeps claiming that he's gonna stop uh, Brock Lesnar from cashing in, and I think that's just him trying to hype himself up. I mean, I understand he's trying to make a name, but like he trolled Goldberg the whole time, man. Like Goldberg blocked him a week before, and uh. It, I guess it made him mad. It made Matt Riddle mad. So he trolled him the whole time and was, but he didn't know that 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 he had a concussion either. So he kind of went back yeah. later and apologized. I said, "Man, I didn't know he had a concussion." But he did. He trolled him. He's like, "Man, this guy can't wrestle." He's like, he wrestled two minutes at a time for all these years, hadn't had a match, and he's fifty years old and just uh, or like what was he, fifty four years old? Yeah, it's crazy and. Dude, I was so pissed off because last Monday, you weren't here, right? No, you weren't here. No. It was just like me and Sean, maybe? Like, just this couple people. And uh, the big thing was Undertaker was coming out. So, yeah, and they gave him like two minutes. Dude, I'm like... Then they, they did Goldberg the same way the next night. hours. <laughs> well, you could tell it was they were out of time. And they rushed him, yeah. Like, he didn't even get the word peace of rest in peace out before the next yeah. show started. They actually went online. And, and I'm like, it. you had three hours to, to get this in. That they this figured is the that out, Undertaker. too, because they went on YouTube. Everybody's tuned in to see after. this, <laughs> and you can't even time it to where he gets yeah, exactly. five minutes to talk. But instead, you're going to give... Um, Baron Corbin and Seth Rollins another three minutes to talk back and forth, and you're going to promote 
the same. You're going to show us ex- everything that happened the last five weeks. <laughs> I mean, is WWE sinking ship right now, or, or is it just a slump and things are going to pick back up? Like all I hope it picks back up, and I re- that's what I was saying. I, I really hope forces them to have to make some major one changes. One reason I, I hope that AEW takes off is so that WWE will have to sit back and and think. And that's what made the attitude era, dude. That's okay, the best. The best time in wrestling we're was, not make was the Monday Night Wars, where you had the attitude era came from that and i don't think they're going head to head i think uh aew that at first they said they were going to go on wednesday nights which was probably not the best night to go on because that's when nxt comes on and aew fans and nxt fans are probably going to be the same Mm. fans to start with anyway good point so they um because even if you don't like wwe most people that don't like like a thursday night would be good well they're they're thinking friday nights because uh well, SmackDown's fixing to move to Thursdays. Friday nights. I mean, DV, maybe th- maybe DVRs no, 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 no. and everything changed. Stuff, I take that back. It is Thursday night that they're going to SmackDown. Now, I think is moving to Friday nights. Oh, and that's why they they didn't want the Friday night spot because it is Smackdown weird to have Monday Night Raw Monday and then Tuesday SmackDown, and they're both live now, both on the same network. Yeah, and well, see, they're like, moving. Fox bought Fox bought SmackDown. Mm. And see, they're moving it to Friday nights when it goes to Fox, which I think is still like a few months away. That'll probably be better. Well, Fox is making it's some pretty much. heavy demands, as far from what I've heard. They won't, and they they said they want to run it like it's a like they want to run stuff all week long, not just they don't want to just say okay, we're going to do SmackDown. But they want SmackDown to basically be its own brand. This whole talent swap that they're doing right now, the Five from here, and five five can come from Raw to SmackDown, and five from they're, they'll Fox isn't wanting to do that. They're wanting like their SmackDown guys; these guys belong to us, and they're wanting to run it more like a a sports show. They're wanting to do more interviews, like behind the scene type interviews and stuff like that. And they're saying that they may even like run like segments through the week, like during other shows. They might come in and have an interview with such and such you about know the match. one cool thing up. that SmackDown does, and I don't know if other shows do this too sometimes, but when they go to commercial break, the show continues in a little window yeah. to the side. I like the way they do that. Yeah. They don't do it every they time, don't but they do it a lot. to a yeah. commercial. They just they do like them that. at the same time. I like that. Yeah. That's really cool. Pay attention. But that really Facebook. only works with sports. Facebook's like if you think killing, about it. killing me with the freaking advertisement yeah. videos. I mean, that really only works with sports because it's really going to mess up because you can't really have a show and a commercial going yeah, at the same true. time. Yeah, that's true. You'll miss what they're saying. I mean, sports, it doesn't really, any kind of sports show, you can do that. Yeah. You still and they may have stole that from like football or something first. I can't remember. I, I don't know if football does that or not. I'm sure they've probably got some. But, I mean, that's where also. That's where WWE makes their money. They they sell. Their yeah, own that's why they do the freaking three hour raw. Yeah, which is, because they sell commercials for three it's too hours. Much. I mean, nobody wants to watch something for three hours. No, I mean maybe a movie. And it's killing them. It's, to, really it's good. killing them to put on three hours worth of product. If it's they spread, it's watering it down so bad. To me, they should have done. And I guess I understand why they don't. But to me, instead of having okay, you got. If if you watched everything WWE has, you've got seven, eight, you've got eight, nine hours of wrestling in a week just to watch everything that WWE's doing. Because you've got three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, 
you've got an hour of 205 Live, an hour of NXT, and then an hour of NXT UK. So that's nine hours of wrestling you're going to watch just to watch WWE's programming. You know? It's too much, man. And I mean, too I much watch of a lot anything of is. I don't care how much you like it. Nine hours a week. But when you start cutting into it, like me, like the real wrestling fans like us, Raw is what I cut out. SmackDown is what I cut out. I'm watching NXT Dude, nine every times week. out of ten, when we're out here watching Raw, we're just bullshitting and it's in the background. Now, if something cool happens, we shut up we and, shut check up it and, watch it, and yeah. turn the volume up. But that rarely happens. But, like, now. I'm thinking about tonight I mean, while we're watching Raw over here on the computer playing that Super Showdown thing. Yeah. Well, it's not worth it either. <laughs> I'm not super Showdown. I mean, I know, but... Well, I mean, I've got the network. We can always jump on the network and watch Yeah, I've totally but got your password. It's still, is, it's just not worth watching. I mean, there was nothing. To me, I call, I call them throwaway pay-per-views. Because even though... They a billion-dollar throwaway pay-per-view? It is. I mean, because nothing happens. If you think they about it. They paid a billion dollars for a, they're, a filler. They're not going to have any major title changes. They're not going to have any major storylines continue on there because... For one thing, it's, it comes on in America on a Friday morning at 10 o'clock in the morning. Why do they do that? Just do a delay or whatever. Well, that's their thing. I mean, that's their, I mean, nobody, not many people from America watched it Friday morning at 10 a.m. I didn't. I watched it Saturday all throughout the day. I just started So if you've got the WWE Network, and... you can watch it anytime you want? Yeah. It's like yeah. archived. Okay. Yeah. Once it starts, yeah. Um, Before we get out of here, we're over the 30-minute mark now. Um. I wanted to ask you, have you watched that Nosferatu show? I haven't. But isn't it the the next, I think it's the next episode. I've seen commercials on it. Isn't it the guy from uh, it's Stephen King's Star son. Trek? Isn't he like one of the main, like yeah. the main guy on this next one? Yeah, he the, played uh, Spock, right? Spock, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking that was him. It's a good show. It showed, him, it showed a real quick glimpse of it. I've seen two episodes now. Man. He he is the old man. Okay, okay. Well, I thought that was him, and that's that's a part for it's, the show because he's a good actor. It's going to be one of those shows. I think I'm either not going to like it, or it's going to take me three or four episodes, which is fine. To get into some it. of my favorite episodes, some of my favorite shows ever. It took me like three episodes. Yeah, I'm the same way. To really, I mean, I wasn't hooked on Game of Thrones on the first episode or two. The first episode of Game of Thrones wasn't uh, that great. Breaking Bad. I was like three or four in before I really yeah. dug in. You know. So that's fine, but well, also, I really you, like the theme and the tone. The and, a little bit. Yeah, you, you got to care. Time you got to get, to know the get enough time to care about them. Uh, but the theme and the tone and everything, and of course it's AMC, and they don't really screw things up too bad with shows. I mean, they got a pretty well, good Well, are average. you looking forward? Are you even planning on watching the Game of Thrones spinoff? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still a year away. Yeah, but for sure. At least a year away. I'm all about but, it, dude. I'm doing the books now. I know, but some, some people got we'll so mad. Some people got so mad about the ending. We well, talked about it on here Game of Thrones. on I mean, this episode at the intro. We talked about the internet outrage on Game of Thrones, and I thought it was just a little. I think it's misplaced. It's, I, it's misguided. We we didn't want the show to end, so no matter how it, it ended, they're not going to be happy because it ended. That's it. I mean, that's that's a big part of. It. And the only complaint I had about this whole season was it was a little rushed. I a think little. maybe they should have went. <laughs> it was I think they should have went the regular full ten episodes last season, ended on the long night, and then went a full ten episodes this season, and took their time with it. Yeah. Or, I mean, this is your last. Uh, this is your last ho- hurrah. 
I mean, milk that cow, dude. Why Freaking not? Do, I mean, do 10 like, episodes like and HBO then do a movie that you like show HBO in theaters. Want another six or <laughs> like seven the grand finale is I like mean, a two-hour feature film. Yeah. You know, why not? Don't I mean, leave the money on like, the table. It's not like HBO wouldn't want another six or seven episodes. Like, it's not like they couldn't. HBO would have said, no, we're not going that long with it. Yeah, but the two guys. Yeah, HBO wanted five a couple of A couple of main guys <laughs> that do Game of Thrones have now been commissioned to do... Uh, something big is it Star? Yeah, I can't remember. No, it's not Star Wars. Yes, it is Star Wars. I think Wars. It, it's, it's one of the spinoffs of Star Wars, I believe, or something maybe. I can't remember. They but but they're they've they've moved on to something. Yeah, something greener big. pastures, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, they're saying they still may have a small part. They're actually going to be part of the. I think when it's I'm I'm not I don't know about all this Hollywood stuff, but I think when you. When you're part of a show, but they don't have a title to give you because you're just kind of there helping every once in a while, they call you an executive producer. In the if you just kind of show up and in do the whatever. tech world, we call that consulting. Yeah, and that's the, a consultant. Bringing me in as a consultant on this project. So I think they're still signed on as executive producers, but they're not going to be the producers of any of the spinoffs. Yeah, as far as I know. But I'm looking forward to this because there's there's. Once again, we still don't get Targaryens <laughs> because this is pre-Targaryen takeover. You think the and, Night King will be in this? Well, that supposedly that's the main deal. Is going to be have the some war. Starks. It you'll may be the some, end of it. You'll maybe. have some the Forest people. Oh yeah, the Children of the Forest. But yeah, you'll have them. I think you'll have more magical stuff. You think the Wall will be there? No, have they built it. It's yet? before the Wall. The it's Wall may be the, the Wall may be like. The season finale. I think you'll have more giants and more... Because, like, in Game of Thrones, they they talk about magical stuff, like dragons and giants and stuff like that, like it was, like, long, long ago. Because this is, like, a thousand years or more before. Yeah. It's like, what is it? It's not... It's more They're not even going to have Wi-Fi. It's going to be so long ago. No. (laughs) This would be, like... dragons hadn't even been... It would be, like, they'll they'll (laughs) have dial-up in their castles, like AOL. Yeah. Like, they're... They're, They're like, mom has away. to get off the phone for you it's to like, use Mom, I was downloading something. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta start over. I'll never get this song finished. I've been downloading it for three days now. Was yeah, it? it's it's. I'm looking forward to it. Just because I'm definitely it's Game gonna of watch Thrones, it. Yeah. You know, because I I wasn't so much as I'm not just a huge as as big of a fan of the show, which I am a big fan of the show, as I am the other stuff. You know, I like the books and. We actually ran a. Uh, I'm having a good time. A few with the years ago, right we ran a role playing game. We just kind of. I don't think there was any such thing as a Game of Thrones role playing game at the time, so we just kind of created our own, basically, and it had almost no game system to it. Dude, did you? But it was did you fun, keep dude. any of the notes or any of the stuff from where that that D and D game you made that, that time? Was, no. Dude, that I was had so em. awesome because I had them, but was like, now I don't. Have it was one. like super simplified D and D. Like it was. Like they Basically. should buy that from you and call it D and D for beginners. Yeah, you, and you, it was kind of the red. You missed box. out on like a million dollars. It was there. kind of the red box, and I just added a few things to it. Like you just you made box. up your whole like you made the whole game up. I mean, it was a total D and D ripoff, but it was like super simplified. Yeah, and it wasn't complicated. I That's tried to I make it, it simple as I could. Yeah, yeah. You should have like took notes. And packaged it up and sold it to them for like D and D for beginners. But there's there's actually two now Game of Thrones. There's two different types of Game of Thrones uh, role playing games. I think there's a Game of Thrones 
and a song of fire and ice like i think there's two separate they swapped them well no one of them's like instead um, of ice and fire it's fire and ice or well that's what i meant ice (laughs) and fire i never get those right (laughs) even though i'm a bigger fan of the books that i did you think that little easter egg was a little too on the nose where she she wrote song of ice and fire in the actual book on the show Uh, oh (laughs) yeah it's funny yeah have you seen those memes of Brienne? Dude, <laughs> it was like the one, the one that said uh, Jamie Lannister. He spent his, he spent the last so many years of his life falling in love with Brienne, and then he died. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, dude. I thought it was so. There's funny. so many good ones. But then he died. Was there anything else you want to talk about? You ain't been on here in a while. No, not that I. While we wrap that. up. Like I've got I've been, a, read, I've been reading a lot of Game of Thrones stuff. I've started uh, the Fire and Blood. It's just a history of the Targaryens, and it's really cool to learn about Aegon the Conqueror and his sister wives. Yeah, and how they conquered the Seven Kingdoms with almost nothing. <laughs> like they used, like like they didn't even do the. They used the dragons. I mean, they really they really used the dragons a lot, but they used the dragons more of a. Um, like, okay, if you don't help us with this, or if you don't bend the knee to us, then we're going to use the dragons. <laughs> and Man, do you think like, in okay, the prequel they'll, they'll use, like, a great wireum, like a three-headed dragon, or... That'd be boss. I don't think dude. in this one. I think it's, I think they're saving something. I think this spinoff is going to be... And then what they be, call it, a great worm or wireum? I really think this spinoff is going to be to see if there's still a fan base there. <laughs> and... And to see how many people actually still watch this uh, one. Is that the most popular show ever? They, before, well, I, I think this is kind of the one that they're saying, okay, well, let's take this one and go ahead and throw it out there and see what's going on. And But we're going to save this one that's really, really good that everybody's going to love. We're going to save it to make sure, you know, until we know. I did think it was a little bold and risky to, like, to jump, to, like, for that to be the next thing. I thought they would do something like uh, Rob's Rebellion. Well, because we we could see like a young Rob and a young like Ned, and like there would that, be people that we're kind of familiar with already. On that, I would like to see at, le- at least them do a movie. That would be cool, you That'd know, be sweet. a two-hour movie or three-hour or maybe like a four-hour miniseries, you know, something like that. Like, cause they could wrap that up pretty quick in a movie, you know. They could do and some animated could. films. They could. I mean, well, you know, they do those history. It's got the, the stills, the pictures, dude, that history and lore. Dude, I've got this program that will record audio off your computer, and I recorded all four of them off YouTube. Yeah. And I have them on my... Yeah, and it's long once you add them Ooh, all together. Yeah. I've, I've started listening to them on my way to work and back. Yeah, I've got, them, I've got them as an MP3. They're like freaking now I'm actually, a gig you know game, each. You know the Witcher game? I've heard of it. It's a... Uh, you know, they're supposed to be Netflix. Is coming there's out the, there's that advertisement for Krypton. It's showing right now. Yeah, with Lobo. I'm just going to pick up a season two and start watching it. I think they should have kept Lobo for the, for the big I figured screen. they would be saving Lobo. Yeah. They, for they a, need him on the big screen, man. That's that's too big of a cool and cool of a character. Like a Lobo movie. Like, you they, know, could, they could do him on TV. and I mean, look, they did The Flash. Well, yeah, that's true. They did The Flash with two different people. But they should have done Lobo like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, you know, you never expected Guardians of the Galaxy to be big. You know, well, they're, ju- they're, he's in the Justice League of America right now. They could do a JLA yeah. movie Yeah, that's got all different characters and just have, like, Batman cameo because that's kind of what he did in the comic. Yeah. He said, here's true. this new base I built for y'all. Uh, this is what I need y'all well, to do. What's the other group? Peace the, out. I got to go. Not the Justice League. What's the other group? 
the JSA, the Justice the Society. Society. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different thing too. Well, I know they use them a lot in uh, Legends uh, of Tomorrow. Legends, yeah. They're like old school. Like even on the show, they were like from like the fifties. Yeah, it's like yeah. I don't really get into them. I don't even really get into Justice League I of America. I remember Justice Society. It's one of my few, you know, I, I never was a big DC fan, but one of the few ones that I liked was, and I think he was part of Justice Society for a while, and Justice League. Of course, everybody was in Justice League. But I, I, was it Dr. Fate? Wasn't he part of Justice Society for a while? Mm-hmm, that sounds right. But he was, he was always one of my favorites in the book, Dr. Fate. and of Dude, course, I, I don't have it with me because I took it to show Tim, uh, I got Blue Beetle number one off eBay for like, you know, every now and then you get lucky on yeah. eBay and like yeah. er, no, nobody like notices and you're it goes only, under like, the radar. Maybe you and one other broke ass dude that's yeah. bidding on something. I, just, I, I, I thought yeah. I was going to get outbid, you know. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I'll get outbid, but I didn't. And I won that son of a bitch. And it's the first appearance my, of the question, dude. Have I, I mean, who cares about, about Blue Beetle? But Blue Beetle number one has the questions first appearance. Like I went, I went into... Uh, I went into eBay and like you start thinking about bidding, but you don't. But like when I first started doing it, I didn't think about real money, right? I just started bidding. I was thinking, yeah, you know, I'm it's gonna buy this because I had bought I had bought like comic book lots, like really cheap, you know. And I bought a few of them. One day I was on there looking at motorcycles, right? Uh oh. So I bid like four thousand dollars on this. I can't this. drink on eBay. I wasn't even drinking, dude. I just wasn't thinking. So I bid like $4,000 on this motorcycle. Well, you know, it's like, I don't have $4,000 to pay for this thing. Why did I do that? Oh, my God. So it goes and goes. I mean, and it was like at the beginning of the thing, too. I mean, it was like the beginning of the auction. So, And I was highest bidder until like 30 minutes before the auction ended. A guy outbid me by 50 bucks. It's like I would a $4,000 motorcycle, and I was the highest bidder until 30 minutes before the end, and a guy outbid me by 50 bucks. You got lucky. I got to say, I mean, it was a nice motorcycle. I could have, you know, I, I could have paid for it. I could have figured out a way to pay for it at the time, you know, and I had some disposable income, but it's like, and plus I was going to have to pay like $500 shipping just to get it to me or mm-hmm. have somebody take me there to ride it back, you know, and it's like, what am I going to do with this? You know, I've got to pay another $500 to either get it shipped or spend another $500 to get somebody to take me there to get it and get it home. You know, it's like, but I came so close. Like I was 30 minutes away from winning a $4,000 motorcycle that I wasn't even even thinking about. I mean, it was a nice bike. I'd have liked to have it. But I did also bid, and, and this was a serious bid at the time too. I bid like eight or nine thousand dollars on a. Uh, do you remember the green chopper on the first Transformers movie, the one that that uh, Megan Fox was all laid out on and working on at the beginning? You yeah, know, I think so. Yeah. Well, it that actual bike was up on auction for like, and the highest bid was like eight was like six thousand dollars and something, and I bid up to eight thousand. Dude, oh, I get man. nervous. I've been like fifty sold, bucks on a comic book. <laughs> it actually sold for like, like I couldn't believe it. It actually sold for like seventeen or eighteen thousand. I mean, that's to me, that's nothing for a chopper. Yeah, that was on the movie Transformers. You know, you, that's they a had bad, like cert- I mean, certified can, papers and everything with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. And the highest bid at the time I got on there was six thousand. I bid eight because I mean, even if I didn't even like Transformers movie, 
the bike was nice. And I mean, it was actually a rideable bike. It was a real bike, you know, brand new bike for the most part. Yeah. So we got to get out of here. Yes. We're going to go watch wrestling and grill. Appreciate uh, Mr. Lonnie C. You got Clint Ritter with me. You closing us out, bringing us home. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, what episode is this? 118? We are at, yeah, 118. Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture, episode 118. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters. Kill J. Had to reach for it at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Bye bye.